Good morning. I am Darrell Gunter, your host on Leadership on WSOU 89.5 FM and streaming on the net at WSOU.net. I'm very pleased today to have our in-studio guest, Ms. Rinda Cutts, who is the founder and director of Let's Play Chess. Welcome to the program, Rinda. Thank you, Mr. Gunter. The, your program uh, is quite important to our community for a number of reasons. Um, when we think about what's going on with the violence and... Um, in our community, uh, I think about Baron Ware, uh, my next door neighbor who was recently uh, shot and killed in the streets of Newark. When you called me about your program, about what you're trying to do with our youth, with Let's Play Chess, I immediately said, yes, I have to have you on the program because we need more leaders like you in our community. What motivated you to start this program? I'm glad you asked that question. Um, I enjoy, I love working with children. Um, my, my concern about the educational system and our youth uh, is failing our, our youth today. And parents, um, our parents are very concerned because many of them, whether there's two parents in the home or it's a single parent home, do not know how to deal or communicate with the school systems and a lot of times um, they don't get the answers that they need because they're not, not sure of the questions to ask. And I started Let's Play Chess because some of my friends um, and their parents were, I volunteered to tutor their children in just basic reading and math and um, language, English and writing. And what I found is that once I did that, the children's writing improved, um, their concentration and focus, and then it just kind of transcended into the chess. My youngest is five years old, the first um, child that I tutored here privately. And his mother was always saying, oh, he doesn't focus, he doesn't listen to me when we're reading, he doesn't remember. And I said, really? I love that. That's a challenge for me because so many people don't believe that our youth can focus. And if you don't have high expectations, they won't reach for those expectations. They'll do what's required and or minimal requirements. So um, when I started working with the five-year-old who was in kindergarten, not only did we go through his homework and it was very good, but he would asked me, Miss Renda, can we play chess? And he would focus, once I taught him, for 45 minutes to an hour. And he, did, he does very well. How old is he now? He's six. He just He's turned six. six. And how is he doing in first grade? He's doing really well. Mm -hmm. um, we, uh, because his parents are not able to really afford me to continue the tutoring, unfortunately, but I keep in touch with the, um, mm -hmm. with the child and I talk with him. Let's talk about Let's Play Chess. Um, what motivated you to start this program? I know you launched it this summer, and uh, you had it at uh, particular areas in New York and New Jersey or South Jersey, but tell us a little bit about that. Um, what I wanted to do was a summer camp, and I had gone to school and got my child care and family care certifications, and I thought that the end goal would be have a, to have a learning center and to deal with infants all the way up through pre-K. And because I didn't have a building right then, I decided to go out and become mobile. 
and I just started knocking on doors, schools, and, and anyone who would listen to me and all the libraries that I went into were like, gee, we've been waiting for someone. And, the par- and they were so excited. And that's how we did sort of the chess, because chess, I believe, really helps children to learn to concentrate and think. And that's really important to our, to our, to our generation of children. And because children have a short fuse, even people have a short attention span today, um, I think when they play chess, they have to sit there. Now, initially, many of the children who know how to move the pieces, they were like, I know how to play chess. But what happens is that they think it's a video game. And what I've decided to do um, for our fall program is to incorporate, when, when I teach them the strategies and tactics, to teach them so that they can relate to it in real life um, scenarios. For example, this thing about bullying. The questions I would ask the children are, like, how was your day? Or what happened in your home or in your at school that you may have not, a situation that you may have not handled really well? The child is going to respond, and once they respond, then the question is, what do you think you could have done better? And they're going to tell me. And when they do, we're going to translate that over to chess because you cannot get angry when you lose or someone takes your queen. You have to sit. Or in my case, someone takes my king all the time. <laughs> Puts them in checkmate. That's right. <laughs> the king is the only piece that stays on the board. I need a few lessons. <laughs> and so that's my concern is the growth yeah. and the academic benefits. And chess is also held, has social benefits also. You know, something that really inspired me in reading through um, the overview of your org- organization is, is that chess is a game that levels the playing field. Secondly, it's affordable. Yes, it is. Yes. And it's it's an individual. You're competing against yourself. And uh, even though you have an opponent, you're always looking to do your best. And you're looking to beat your opponent. It's not like the the other sports where you're focused on competing and and knocking someone down. And even it's more like uh, in business. You're learning as in school and in college. You're learning to think three, four, five moves ahead. You're always strategizing. And when you make a move, my opponent, I'm thinking, why did he or she make that move? Mm -hmm. And I have to look not not at just a certain in-the-box area, but I have to look at what the whole board. And that's what our lives are about. Many of us, adults as well as children, are looking at a small portion of our life, and we look at life in, in a tunnel vision. We don't see the whole picture. And I want the children to learn to think think so that they can see the whole a, a picture. A broader perspective. Yes. You know, when I think about some of the senseless violence that's going on in our community, that years ago you would have an argument, somebody might have a fist fight, and maybe there was a stabbing, but now folks are just going uh, straight for the handgun and not realizing the consequences of their actions is, is they're taking someone else's life, but they're ending their life as well. Exactly. If they had those critical thinking skills, they wouldn't even bother with the gun. They, they would probably maneuver mentally their way out of the situation. That's true. And a lot of time, that's why this whole thing of bullying, 
um, has become so profound, and um, it's it's at an epidemic proportion right now because our children do not know how to handle situations that when they're in conflict because the media, um, everything around us and our culture promotes violence. And the first thing is, you I get upset with you, I'm going to end it through a shooting, knife, stabbing, or whatever. And I want the children to be able to take time, take a deep breath before, just like in chess, I always tell them, sit on your hands before you make a move, which will look like the obvious move, sit back and think. Take a deep breath. Yes. Yes. Uh, we are here with Render Cuts, Miss Render Cuts, founder and director of Let's Play Chess. Uh, for those of you that would like to get in touch with her, you can reach her at 732-322-3622. Her email address is r-c-u-t-t-s at l-p-c-n-j.com. I just wanted to share that with my audience because Thank typically you. they might uh, step out for a bit of coffee when they know, how do I get in touch with Ms. Cuts? So how did you come up with your mission of Let's Play Chess? Because I find that mission to be uh, quite, quite nice. I feel when, when I work with children, l let me just say a little bit about myself. I went to school in Newark mm -hmm. and I lived in the Central Ward of Newark and the the gangs and the perception of the Central Ward was that it was one of the worst places you could live and come out of at the same time fortunately being a female and only child I learned to maneuver the thing about engaging children in activities and even as a young female I was always upset because there wasn't enough activities for young females. And even, and, and so they, their hormones are raging and, and I always wanted to and have engaged individuals and children by asking questions, not telling people what they should or, or, or tell, talking about myself, but I've always learned that people like to talk about themselves. And when you talk to young people, whether they're in high school or in elementary school or, or preschool, if you ask them a question, they're going to give you an honest answer. But you know what? They want to know that they can trust you. And many of our young people today have trust issues, and it's not their fault fault. The culture, the environment, the community has failed them. And they don't trust adults. You know what? I think when I walk into a room, I have 30 seconds to grab them and gain their trust. And I do. How many children have gone through your program this summer? Approximately 75. Approximately 75. Yes. And what was the age range of, of the 75 children? Uh, average was ages five to 11 years old. And um, I, three of my clients are in South Central Jersey, which is right outside of Princeton and South Brunswick area, and then up North Jersey, Springfield, Vauxhall, and Union. Now, after you've launched this very successful program uh, in the summer, are you offering, offering the program to the schools in the fall, where after school programs? That's a good question because right now I'm looking for ways to get involved in that. 
because I believe that our program, Let's Play Chess, would be very critical and crucial and would help a lot of students. Uh, I think that I always tell people that if you give me an opportunity and see how I interact with our children, you'll be impressed. Because the, the one thing I have to say is that the program I have now is very diverse. And I love that because no ma matter where you come from, I'll give you an example. I had a little girl who was eight years old that her mother brought her to the chess program at one of the libraries. The little girl was like, her mother wanted her to play chess. It's like, it's so beneficial. The little girl was like, okay, I'm just here because I have to. So I sat her down and a few minutes later she got up and she was over in the corner talking with her mother. I walked over and I said, um, what's going on? And the little, the, her mother said she wants to go. She doesn't want to stay. And I looked at the little girl and I said, uh, I'll just use the name Laura. That's not her name. But I said, Laura, um, would you like to sit down at another table? And she's like, no. And I said, would you like to, would you like for me, I asked her another question. Then I asked her, would you like Miss Renda to sit and play chess with you? And she said, yes. This, she's never seen me before. She said yes. I set her up at the table. I had two other young children, little girls, help her play, and she wanted to come back. I think that the innate ability that I have, and I'm not bragging or anything, <laughs> but I have an ability to capture attention. You know why? Because I have pure love and understanding and nurturing and I care about well you have four children that you have raised yourself right yes tell us a little bit about your family um, I have four children mm -hmm. um, as a single as a divorced parent I raised all four of them all of them have gone to college they're all college graduates congratulations thank you that's no small feat no it's not and they learned how to play chess at a very young age and um, they're all doing well. And my oldest son just completed a year at Syracuse University for his Ph.D. Oh, congratulations. Thank you. Wow. That's, and, and what is he studying for his Ph.D.? Policy administration. Policy administration, administration. which we could always use better policy administration, <laughs> administration for that. Um, you know, your, your program, I, it would be great to see it. Uh, in the South Orange Maplewood School District, have you oh. approached any administrators about the program? No. Because they, they have after-school care where students are just sitting in the cafeteria, you know, doing, doing their schoolwork, but talking and whatnot. And can you imagine if they could use that time to uh, exercise their mind doing some chess? I can't imagine. <laughs> I would love it. And if anyone would help me or give me information on how I could um, move towards attaining a contact, I would love to do oh, that. Oh, I can put you in touch with uh, Kirk Smith, who's the principal at, at South Orange Middle. That would be wonderful. Yeah, he's been he's been on our program, and he is a, a special leader. Unfortunately, uh, from what I understand, he's retiring in December, I believe. So oh. uh, we'll, we'll, we'll get, in, get you in touch with him right away. Um, but he runs a very good program over there at South Orange Middle. That's and great. Uh, what are the goals for Let's Play Chess? Are you, uh, is your camp already set for next year, uh, or are you in the planning stages for that? Right now I'm in the planning stages for the summer. Um, right now I'm in the um, four libraries, mm -hmm. a, a learning center, and what I'd like, everything that I do mm -hmm. and all the um, 
is coming out of pocket. All mm-hmm. my expenses sure. are coming out of pocket sure. because the libraries look for volunteers. Of course. And I had to. I went. I decided. Mm-hmm. I didn't have to, but I decided to purchase mm-hmm. the chess sets, the right. tournament style chess mm-hmm. sets and pieces for the students. Mm-hmm. Sound like there's some. It's got to be some U.S. grant money for this type of program. Have you looked into uh, grants? I have, and the one thing I found is that you have most of the grant money that's given is for um, 501Cs. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, non-profit. Mm-hmm. Nonprofit mm-hmm. organizations, mm-hmm. and I'm looking at incorporating right now, and um, planning to work on um, incorpor- uh, incorporating as a nonprofit. That'd be great. And how far south Jersey do you go? I'm all the way just right outside of Trenton. Just Trenton, okay. <laughs> the reason why I ask is yeah. that uh, my sister Shermaine uh, Gunter Gary is in Atlantic City, New Jersey, and she's been running a rites of passage program for. Ooh, 15, 20 years, and I think this type of program would fit very nicely in her program. So I have to put you in touch with her. Thank you. I would love it. You know, um, Darrell, the one thing that concerns me with our youth is, and our teachers and the educational system. The educational system, don't get me wrong, Mm -hmm. is really good. It does some really good things, but overall, there's some challenges that need and things that need to be fixed. And our parents, because people are so stressed right now in the economy and the educational system is not able or not doing everything it can, our um, youth are, their expectations of our young people are not set. And I set high expectations. My philosophy is no matter where the child comes from, no matter where they live, no matter who they are, my, my philosophy is that all children are gifted mm-hmm. until proven different. Mm-hmm. And my goal is to bring the best out of them. Oh, you should and talk that's to my what sis- I do. You talk to my other sister, uh, Diane, because she always talks about um, there's a, everyone has a gift. They do. they do. So let's let's talk about what if, if if I want to bring my child into your program next summer. What tell me about the program? What does it entail? How many hours? How many days per week? And what what goes on? Give me the lay of the land. Okay. One of the things with chess, and it depends on the level and where you want to go and what you want to achieve. Of course. Um, e, uh, is usually one hour, one day a week. Some people, some children, and some programs have it Monday through Friday or even seven days a week. And you can choose how many days you'd like to bring your child and where you want them to go. I would, most of the children I work with is one day a week. Personally, I'd like to be with them five days a week because all of us, we learn by rote and we need to have it, hear it, see it, do it, on a continual basis, on a regular basis, with consistency. But as many times, and we're looking for a space right now, and we're, we're working on that, and we hope that we'll have some place for, uh, we will, before or by the end of the year. There's a gentleman, uh, his name escapes me, he has a uh, nonprofit organization here in South Orange Maplewood called the HKC Foundation, I believe, and he just got space. He's someone that I should introduce you to because he has uh, uh, found space and he's equipped it with different computers. 
I think chess would be a nice complement to that. It would. Yeah, and he, I it's, would. it's in Maplewood. Um, Tom Kearns is his name. Tom that would Kearns, be wonderful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a lot of things uh, that, that I'd like to do and a lot of activities, and that's another thing. When I'm teaching chess, I incorporate activities that engage as many of the senses as possible mm. because that's how we learn more and right. retain it when we can use the hearing, the seeing, mm-hmm. the touch. In chess, you're touching the pieces, Mm -hmm. you're talking and conversing, Mm -hmm. you're seeing, Mm -hmm. and you're hearing. And so that example I use... Hearing the oohs or the uh, (laughs) ahs. I would have made that move. move. (laughs) Exactly. And when when someone, when a a child or a a child makes a wrong move and they get upset, I'll, I'll walk over to them and I'll say, what happened? They'll tell me what just went, transpired, and then I'll say... Okay, take a deep breath. Think about what you did. It's okay. Mm-hmm. You can regroup. And that's patience. We have everything is instantaneously these days. Everything is immediate gratification. In chess, you learn to think, but you learn patience. And you learn um it builds confidence. It builds self-esteem, and so many of our young people don't have that. Mm-hmm. And so and the culture is 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 teaching our youth that everything is focused on the outside, how I look, what I wear, how much I paid for it, and we're looking at all the wrong things, and yet we have the violence because our, our children aren't happy. We have abusive relationships with our young girls or be, being or staying in or whatever. It's all these things. And I'm not, I, the, there's studies that show that chess helps our youth to build confidence and self-esteem. That is, that is wonderful. That is wonderful. And um, so what are some of your key goals for Let's Play Chess over the next year? What I would, I, I tell you, um, Darrell, what I would like to do is have a space, and I'd like to have within that space I'd like to be able to incorporate many different activities and to to respond to some of the the needs of the community. Mm-hmm. The children, right now my parents are asking me to offer tutoring mm-hmm. for their children. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm looking to do that. They want me to do it for free. <laughs> I'm <laughs> like, okay, but I, I don't have the time. Sure. But I would like the, the children to be able to come to a place mm-hmm. where they feel safe, mm-hmm. where, where they can be tutored in reading, mm-hmm. writing, and language. Just the basics and help with their projects. Because many of our kids, it, even though they're doing these projects in school and have these uh, book reports, they're not comprehending. And unfortunately, because of the way the system is set up, the educational system, if they put their name on the paper and do half a paragraph, they're checked as, okay, you did a great job. And it, it's, it's really sad. So I want to be able to help them in, with their homework and tutoring. I want them to play chess. I want to have a parenting workshops. I think it's so pr- critical how our parents communicate with their children. And there's a lack of communication because I've talked to young people, especially our male, males, who will say, 
she doesn't she doesn't listen to me she doesn't understand me and the mother is saying I'm afraid because I don't want him to go down the wrong path but she's telling and there's yelling and there's screaming and all this the kid shuts down and so now he and then he may be labeled in school as a prop behavioral problem or misdiagnosed and put in an ADD class or learning disability class and one of our students said he's in a learning disability class he says and they're retarded in that class excuse me I know that's not politically correct I'm just repeating mentally something challenged, yeah. mentally challenged yes. thank you um, and he said I don't belong in that class, and I shouldn't be in that class. Mm -hmm. And so I want to be able to help our parents with, with parenting skills and other things. We are here with one of our local leaders, Ms. Render Cutts, who's the founding director of Let's Play Chess. Again, if you would like to reach out to Ms. Cutts to uh, be, have your child be tutored on chess, you can reach her at 732-322-3622, and her email address is r-c-u-t-t-s at l-p-c-n-j.com. Um, when you look at chess and what the children learn, what leadership traits uh, come out of this, this learning from the chess, in your, in your opinion? What type of leaders are we developing? We're developing young people who find their voice because in chess you, you're able to um, you're able to not only think but you're able to speak. You're able to say, "Hey, um, I don't think that was a proper move or whatever," but you find your voice. In leadership roles, the best leaders, what do they do? They're well read. They can they think because they have have to think strategically. You're always thinking three, four moves ahead. When you make a mistake, you don't get upset. What the best leaders say, uh, let me regroup, let me rethink this, let me look at take another avenue. Nothing is cut and dry. We always have options. And many of our youth don't understand or know that they do have options. And that's what chess reveals to them and allows them to see for themselves that, wow, I do have options and I can make choices. And how would you describe your leadership style? You know, I wish, Darrell, I could put a word on it. I, I don't have a word. It's just something that I do and it's something that I know and it's something that I believe. That's it. Maybe it's I believe in our children and I trust them and I know that they have capabilities that have been not have that have not been tapped have not been tapped and so I I think that's it I believe in the youth and I, and I believe in our children and in your opinion um, how does one prepare he, he or she to become a great leader I think my opinion is that I think that beyond a shadow of a doubt, we need to learn to set goals. I think that's very critical. Um, and it starts very basic things. I think that goal setting, um, confidence building, self-esteem, um, I don't know if I'm answering that question. Um, I, I, I think you're doing okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're doing okay. Um, any, is there a particular hero in your life that you would like to share with us and is the reason why they're a great hero to you? My mother, oh. who is now deceased. My mother is the one that taught me chess. 
And she told me, she said, if you learn, when you learn to play chess, you'll learn the game of life. And she was absolutely correct. And not only that, but my mother taught me to, to think and not become a part of the group. She always said, just because everyone else is doing it, and I say that to the, to the youth of today, doesn't mean it's right and doesn't mean I have to do it. And she's my hero. And the other reason is because my mother trusted me. And she trusted me explicitly. And she was saying, I can't be with you all the time, but I hope that when I'm not around, you'll make the right decisions. And that's what I instilled in my children. I instilled trust beyond a shadow of a doubt. You know, that's something that I, I like to highlight and, and put an underline and bold and exclamation point you talked about earlier in regards to some of the issues with our younger uh, youth is that um, there's a trust issue. There and is. trust is so important. There is. And as you said, within 30 seconds, you got 30 seconds to get to their trust. To grab their attention and gain their trust. Well, I tell you, uh, Render, I have enjoyed our time together this morning. Unfortunately, we are out of time. Uh, we are you. here with Ms. Render Cutts, founder and director of Let's Play Chess. I want to thank you for your time. And what you're doing with your program, I think, is very exciting because it's teaching our children to arm themselves with the most important weapon that they have, their, their brain. Yes. Thank you so much. And I appreciate being here. Oh, you're very welcome. This is Darrell Gunter, your host of Leadership on WSOU 89.5. And for my friends abroad, streaming on the net at WSOU.net. Remember, leadership begins with you. Have a great morning.